Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas and time for another one, Texas Homegrown Music. My guest today is a beautiful gal by the name of Kendall Beard. She has a solo career under that name as well as a duo that she's playing with called Love and Chaos. It's really fabulous. So I don't want to take up too much time. I want to get to it immediately. Before I do, I'm going to sing a song for you called Beautiful. And I want to sing this song in particular for a young woman out there that I know that's suffering through some um, horrible chemotherapy. And I know that... uh, I know that her heart is really troubled right now because she's not sure what the future holds. But what I know is that we need to enjoy every single day and every moment. And so this song is for her in particular and anyone else out there that's struggling through some pain and anguish right now. I want you to try to take a look at the collateral beauty around you. And uh, hopefully this song will will help you through the day. We'll be right back with Kendall Beard. Come to you. Broken in pieces, you put me back together again. I realize whenever I listen, your words keep me satisfied. And then you you 
we're back with Kendall Beard and Kendall, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, I, uh, I'm, I'm really glad we got to work this out. And I know that um, you, you've done some traveling over the weekend to get back so you could do this. And I appreciate it. I'm, I'm really yeah. thrilled. And uh, yeah. as you know, I just had uh, a friend of yours on, um, of course, AJ Viejo and, and interviewed him about his band and all of his adventures. And so now it's your turn. And I know that he's the second, he's, he's the, um, I'm not going to say the better half since you guys aren't married, but he's this, he's part two of love and chaos. So I don't don't even remember, realize what I said, but I guess he brings the chaos to the love and chaos. And I'll let him talk about that when we bring him on in a little bit. But I want to talk about Kendall Beard and your journey into the music world. For a lot of you out there, if you're familiar with her name, it's because you remember her from the American Idol season number eight, which was, can you believe it, Connie? That was 12 years ago. I know. It's pretty crazy. Um, it's yeah. insane what all this has happened in 12 years right it's 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 for, especially yeah. for you I know I know that you've got a little baby actually you've got two kids but a little baby now and yeah um, and you know you're, you're doing a lot of the domestic life but before we get into talking about all that just give me a little um I tell my guests a little elevator pitch about Kendall Beard and when she realized she was born to sing and play and and be a performer yeah well I started really young I actually kind of got into this um I they needed I I was in a in a competition dance team and they needed a um we were performing at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and they actually had some back-to-back costume changes and they needed some like entertainment between uh, our dance team and I was like well I've been thinking that I could sing, you know, so anyways, they, they let me do it and pre- perform, and, um, and uh, from then on, when I, I, I caught the, the bug, the performing bug, and I was like, this is what I, I want to do, and I was about, it's probably about 12 at that time, Okay. so shortly after that, um, my dad started kind of helping book me, and I got- Were you already playing guitar? Text, like, were you accompanying yourself oh, no, or did no. that come later? Yeah. No, 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 that was way later. But at that, at that time, I was just performing like covers and stuff right. like that. And right. I was doing the, the rodeo circuits and the all the um, Opry's, um, which were a lot. There was a lot more of them back when I started and I was young. Um, so I went to all the country Opry's, did uh, Johnny Hyde show back whenever um in arlington when when that was a thing and so you know um i started kind of doing that whole um circuit when i was about 13 and then i ended up um getting signed to a um a three-year-old pop group that was out of philadelphia um when i was 15 years old and um i moved up to philadelphia it was actually yeah, long story short, um, they some I it was kind of just word of mouth, and at the time uh, it was about the time like uh, boys, um, well, boys the men actually put together this group, um, were behind it that okay. I got asked to be in. 
Okay. So they were, um, they were behind it and they had their name and, you know, I'm kind of supporting it. And that's kind of what they were doing back then uh, were these developmental deals where, you know, they basically formed the group and then put you through, you know, the writing, recording, you know, dancing, all of that stuff. They create the package and then they um, basically present the package to major labels and hopefully, you know, somebody signs you. And so I was there, I was in Philadelphia from uh time I was 15 to 18 in this group doing, learning, what was the name know, of going the through the ropes. What was the name of the, the group? Sahara Lane. What was it? Sahara Lane. Okay. Sahara Lane. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so I, I learned a lot and uh, it was kind of crazy. Um, uh, because, were there writers you know, that were writing? Were, were there writers that were writing tunes we, for you? We were writing. Yeah, okay. we were writing. We and they they also um, put paired us with a lot of like professional writers, sure. and so we started like basically learning how to become writers. And so you know, we had a, in the beginning. We we kind of had um, you know we took on some songs from other writers, but then. By the end of it all, it was all like our original material. So um, that's that's really where I, I learned about the industry and cut my teeth. And it was it was a crazy, amazing experience. But it was it was definitely tough. It was tough. I you know I was away from home at such a young age, and uh, you know it was I homeschooled myself through high school so I could do this and. Uh, you know, I learned my first thing that a lot of these producers and stuff, they work all night and sleep all day. So it was a lot of late night hours and it was just a total, not a typical, you know, teenage. Yeah, but it was, but, you know, I learned a lot, but, you know, right about the time, you know, we got a lot of traction and we're meeting with all these labels and, um, you know, that's the time when like Napster came out and like all the internet radio and music and all these labels started collapsing, you know, one by one. And, um, they weren't, you know, signing back in the day, they used to sign people to multi-million dollar signing bonuses. And, um, and every, they basically everyone started panicking, didn't know what to do. And so, um, things kind of just started you know, collapsing and we were, you know, looked like we were about to sign to, to Jive at the time, which was a big label under Sony and um, everything kind of just collapsed with, you know, when everybody panicked and um, the labels were collapsing. And so I was just getting burnt out. And um, I think, you know, one day I called my parents and I was like, you know what, I didn't go to high school. I am burnt. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I'm leaving like my joy behind it and I want to come home and I want to go to college and I just like want to be normal. And, um, and, uh, so I did, I was basically just, we just kind of, kind of just fell apart and uh, everybody went their own way. And I came to Austin. I didn't know much about UT or anything like that, but I applied and got in and, I was like, you know, Austin's a music town. Like, if I ever decide I want to do it again, uh, that's a good place to be. And I pretty much went all four years of college, and I didn't sing or anything. So, um, 
But yeah, after that, I thought that I wanted to be in like music business. And I actually went and moved out to LA and I was able to take classes um, through an extension of University of Texas in music business. And I worked in publicity at Sony and I quickly realized that that is not what I wanted to be doing and not want to be on the business side. I wanted to, to be back in music. So from there on, I started, you know, really writing again and working on a new EP. And then I auditioned for American Idol and that jump started kind of where I am today. So, so did you? So I don't um, know, Lisa, long story no, no, no. I love that. I'm, I'm so glad that's this is what this is about. This is about Kendall Beard. And I want to know, you know, I want to have a little background. And I want people to hear that you worked your way to where you are. I mean, you know, a lot of people just don't oh, yeah. understand what it takes to um, be in the music business and to um, really have to work. At a, it's a job. It really is a job. And even though I know it's a passion and I know that it's, um, you know, something that you enjoy, because if you didn't, I know you wouldn't still be doing it because I know what it takes. And especially now that you yeah. have, now that you have a baby and a little five-year-old son and you're, you know, right. trying to be mom. I get it. I get it. And I want people yeah, to hear yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, like I said, it was tough. And I've, you know, sacrificed a lot, you know, doing this, moving away from home without parents at 15 years old. I'm all, yes. like, now that I have kids, I'm like, to ask my mom and dad, I'm like, what are y'all crazy letting me do that? Yeah, no uh, but they've always just been like super supporters of, of my dreams. But yeah, moved out was basically on my own at 15 and, uh, you know, just learned how to, to write and just went through, you know, just well, good for you. And, then, and, and so then you, yeah. you had already started your solo career when you got on the idol. Um, did was do yeah. you do you believe the idol was good for you? I do. You know, um, I think it it was great for me. Um, I mean, there's there's always pros and cons to being on a reality show um, because ultimately it is a show, and there are parts of it that um, you're led in a certain direction, whether you kind of want to be or not. Um, but it did nothing but good things for me as far as helping me get my name out there and creating, letting me, you know, build a fan base to kind of come home to you. And yeah. as we know, you know, here in Texas, you know, people are so loyal to their, you know, Texas musicians. And it's so great to have a community like that. So, um, you know, Texas really supported me when I came home and, and, you know, wanted to continue pursuing this. So that's, I think that Idol really helped me a lot when it. That's, when it that's great, that. and I'm glad to hear that. So yeah, definitely. I want to I share mean, that music with our people right now, and I know you I came did. out with a couple of records, but um, this last record um, that you came out with uh, that I'm going to play a song off of called "Broken Angel." You want to tell me about that and how why it was so special for you to have a lot of your songs on it. And um, are you talking about the song in particular or the whole record? The whole record. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, my first album that I put out was, um, was on the tales of American Idol. And I had to wait a whole year after the show was over before I could, before you could release it. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I was younger and, you know, putting something out, you know, um, I had more of, 
I mean, I wrote a lot of stuff on that album, but I also did a lot of, you know, co-writing and, um, and, and stuff like that. But my second album, I think I literally like the day after I put out my first album, like within the next week, I just had all like a fountain of songs like come out. Oh, that's and awesome. I was like, well, dang, I just put that album out. Now I got stuff that's way better than yeah, I Yeah, that's just before. because that's how you are as an artist. And that's right. a wonderful thing. So yeah, well, that's absolutely. a beautiful thing. And I'm glad to know that it came out as something from inside of you that you had to get out. So yeah, well, we're going to play we're going to play a beautiful song off of that called Broken Angel right now. And we come back, we're going to have a, a guest that I didn't even tell you guys about at the beginning. But we're going to bring AJ Vallejo on from Love and Chaos and um, and we'll ha- let him chime in on some things that are probably going to be a very interesting interview <laughs> being that we get to have another person in here. So we'll yeah, be right definitely. back right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas and Kendall Beard singing Broken Angel. Take me down to the river, wash away my sins.
we're back with Kendall Beard, and now we have AJ Viejo on. How, how do you like that? Viejo. 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 Whatever. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you. I, in fact, I got to say, really funny. You kept talking about your Alabama accent, AJ, on our interview, and um, you know, I don't hear it that much. And I grew up, I grew up in LA, and I'm going to say that you're going to laugh. I grew up on the Panhandle of Texas. I mean, the Panhandle of Florida, because I was born in Texas. I was born in Houston, but I moved to the Panhandle for about 15 years, and we used to call that LA, Lower Alabama. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. That's <laughs> Alabama, yeah. Down there in Panama City. Yep, that's where I grew up, right there along uh, between Gulf Breeze and Panama City, all, all through there. Wow. Well, um, so I wanted to bring you on, AJ, because I'm really, really, really thrilled with what you guys are doing with your band, Love and Chaos. And I'm interested in knowing how you guys met one another and how you came up with this great idea that uh, you guys were going to collaborate. So... Who wants to Who wants to jump in? Uh, I don't know, Kendall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think we have. It's a weird. It's it's a weird gray. There's a gray area of how we got together and how this all came about. I mean, there. I mean, we we obviously know how it happened, but like, I don't know. I think it sounds better coming from Kendall for some reason. I don't know. Well, AJ, you know, AJ produced my first album when I came off of American Idol. I actually started working with AJ and um, his brother right before I went on to American Idol. So we okay. actually had a couple of songs recorded um, before I went on, on to American Idol. And um, AJ and I did some writing together, but really on the first album, I did a lot of writing with his brother Alex, his twin brother Alex. And then um, after that, we went on to my second album, and that's really where I just kind of started going deep and kind of coming into my own, and I did a lot of co-writing with AJ um, on my second album. Um, and, you know, he, we did, when we started writing together, I think it just really came supernatural, and we were creating some amazing stuff. And so we, we had done some songs co-writing for, for my album at Broken Angel was one of them. Um, and um, we, AJ actually had um, a song that he had come up with that was supposed to be kind of just like a one-off thing. He's like, I really want it to be a duet. And, you know, I was like, well, let me hear it and brought it to me. And um, I kind of put my spin on it. And um we wrote, recorded it, and did a video for it in like three days, and it's called "Out of Day of Mine." And yeah, like we're going to be our, playing that one too. Yeah, so that was the first song that AJ and I ever did together that we um, really, uh, you know, uh, kind of sparked everything. And it was just supposed to be a one and done song, and um, but uh, we just kind of continued to keep kept, you know kept writing and yeah, the, uh, the reaction from that song was great everybody was like man that was great uh and then uh, we did a showcase where she played solo and then my band played solo and then at the end we come on and do a s couple songs together and it was for a record label major label and the, the guys kind of pulled us outside and back and we're like we love what you guys do separately but whatever that was that you guys did together y'all should do that and then we were kind of like well, what the freak does that mean? Like, do we suck like on our own? You know, like, but um, no, they were like, no, you guys are great, but there's just something really special about 
the way you two interact and sing together on stage that kind of, that's what kind of, when I walk out of here, that's what I'm going to remember. Um, so we kind of talked about it a little bit and it was during the, I think the holidays were coming up and we took a big long break for the holidays and we came back the first of the year and we wrote something like, which was already kind of a process that we were good at because we'd already, we were already two records in with Kendall Beard's solo records that uh, we, we kind of, we, we came back in January and wrote somewhere around like 14 songs and like within a month. So oh, I think wow. it, kind of, it kind of told us that we should probably pursue this on a, uh, you know, on a more professional level. So, well, I mean, you got, you definitely got something going on there. And, um, I, a couple of people had reached out to me and, and said, Hey, you've got to get love and chaos on your show. And, um, and so I went and looked it up. And like I said, I, I told AJ this on his interview and I, t- I said to Kendall, both of you have such a vibrant solo career that it, there was no way I couldn't at least you know, give kudos to that. But I'm going to, I'm going to just say, I do love the collaboration a lot. And I think that, um, I don't think there's enough of it out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something else that we felt like, you know, like there's so many, like, you know, what, what's kind of missing. There really wasn't, at least at the time, you know, like a, a duo Texas, you know, kind of, country duo out there and uh well, certainly not very many male female yeah. that aren't married or yeah. aren't yeah. in a relationship we, we were we were really into the the civil wars we thought were phenomenal yeah. we we're big fans of them we do a couple of their songs and uh but i think we were all we were always both collectively and separately always loved and were fascinated with the fleetwood mac story with stevie nicks and Lindsay. and uh i know we tried we tried i think we from the beginning, we try to liken ourselves and model our, our whole thing to just that template of what, how they went about it and how Kendall has her own presence. Stevie Nicks had her own presence. Lindsay is his own animal. And, uh, but they're the definitely way, your own animal. Yeah. The way they, they, the way they did it together, when they came together with, uh, it was really cool. You know, I mean, Fleetwood, uh, Lindsay had Fleetwood for years and it wasn't really until Stevie came in that I think they, uh, you know, became kind of it, what, it, what it is now, what we know today. And I don't know, we, we kind of try to like imagine ourselves as the modern day Hollywood Mac, but I mean. Well, that's a, that's a nice, nice pattern, but you, and you definitely both have, um, you know, you've, you've both got a really good attitude about music. You've both worked hard at it. You know, you don't have any, you don't have any preconceived ideas about what it's supposed to be like. I think you both have the, having um, both, you have similar stories, obviously, you know that where you've, um, you've seen how labels work and you've been on the edge and you've been, um, and, um, you know, AJ with Bayejo, I mean, you guys were at a pinnacle, um, you know, and you also got to see the waste that there is out there and was, um, in the music world. Yeah. Um, no, then, so I think going back to us, the way we met was we started, uh, we had a mutual friend. We played one of his parties and, uh, in a funny way, we joke about it now, but like, uh, I can't remember where not where I think I met you there, right at the Christmas party, Kendall, at Randy's Christmas party or something. But anyway, my brother started working with her, and he was like, I don't know, uh, he was telling me about her, and I was like, yeah, she's cute, and she looks like a Barbie doll, and blah blah blah. But uh, but then Alex brought me this song they wrote together, 
and it was great. And I was like, y'all did this? And he was like, yeah, yeah. So I, you I were like, oh, she's not just cute. She's actually got her act together. Then she started coming in and we started talking about her. <laughs> just, okay, I'm going to stop you there. Don't you just hate that, Kendall? Cause you're so, I do. I because you're so cute. They're like, I wonder if, you know, it's just all I know. about I was a Yeah, I was a cliche guy going like, she's cute. She doesn't, she probably, you know. There's probably doesn't really have any talent. There's that. There's a handful of those, you know, like, and, I, and I've dealt with them. She and Why is that when somebody uh, someone's cute, but they just automatically assume they don't have talent. AJ, well, I've, I've, <laughs> you know, I've I told like, you this was going to be interesting. I'm literally like, you, you know, already I've dealt with females that are cute that can't, that don't sing that good. You know that, like, so anyway, Mendel shows up and we have, uh, she, we start talking about. Uh, she'd already done the American Idol thing and they put you on this long break to kind of uh, move on to other things and uh, man we started recording and started talking about recording us then she put her first album out and then like she said you know same thing we just started then I started became uh, her guitar player because she said I'm going to take this uh, this album on the road and go on tour and I was like that's awesome uh, who's going to play guitar she was like you're going to play guitar <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah. great. So, yeah, well, and he was like, I think I'll do it for a little while too. You find a, you know, new league guitar player. And well, that just didn't we happen. Tried, we tried. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. She would call me like, I'd be on the road and she'd call me like, uh, this guy, I don't know about this guy. I'm like, well, you got to play. And then, like, but so, yeah, we just kept playing. We enjoyed playing together live. And, um, yeah, I think it just kind of gradually, I think it was, it was a natural progression for us to play together and, and, uh, we got we have a great band that backs us up and we have a great show and uh the same i don't know we, we kind of almost finish each other's sentences or and writing with her is great because i've only written with my brothers for all my life so i didn't know anything else other than that uh so if you would have told me you know 10 years ago my writing partner and muse writing muse was going to be the, the cute barbie doll from american auto i would have been like <laughs> I only the only one I really feel comfortable writing with is her. I mean, I love writing with my brother still, but we've we've all kind of grown uh, out of kind of it was cool. And we've also made, you know, 15 albums. So I, I think we've said all we have to say. I'm not saying we're not ever going to record again, but there's there's just so much more that uh kendall and i can there's we we've, well, we have and i also see um when i when you know i interviewed um f- for all you out there that are listening you know i just um had aj on my show and we talked about vallejo and his uh, other band that he has called brody lane which i love as well yeah um but what what i really thought was interesting is when you started talking to me about all the people that you were um inspired by and this type of music that you're that you love and you want to do it's seems like love and chaos chaos is probably a better avenue for you to fulfill that yeah absolutely i just love it's cool to just it's always cool to collaborate with somebody but it's also cool to collaborate with somebody that you're close to and you're friends with and that that understands you like doesn't we don't really we kind of can go through we can gloss through stuff that we know is not going to be that great or that it's not going to work for love and chaos so we have a really good we've, we've got it all ironed out now not perfectly but it's we still have to work on well, it like, and you know the nice thing about it too and kendall um i'm sure you would agree with this that uh, again you guys are doing this now because you just couldn't get away from it 
Now, both of you, both of you tried to walk away at one time and you took a little sabbatical on your own and you got, um, you know, you had some pretty, you you had kind of a crappy little, you know, deal with um, your labels, you know, kind of walking away at a time when you felt like you were just on a trajectory and could have actually done something for them. But, um, but so, uh, you know, now you guys are collaborating and doing this um, venture because you couldn't get away from it and you recognize you have a gift. And you yep. both have yeah. something you want to say. Yeah. What's funny that you mentioned that can't get away from it. We have a, a new album that's pretty much done. We're just trying to figure out when we're going to put it out. But one of the songs that we have is called The Curse. And um, it's just, you know, it's basically that's kind of what it's about is like how having like the gift of music is it's such a blessing, but it can also be a curse at the same time. Because like once you have it in you, you're, you know, it's like you can't give it up. And it, you know, it's just, it's always in you. And you just, you need to, you need to just have that live interaction. You need to be on that stage. You need to be writing. And it's just like, and, it, and other, so many things that are important end up having to take a backseat because you can't, you know, this, this, this urge to create music just won't go away. So powerful. This urge to chase this, like, it's almost like a drug or to chase this, like mm-hmm. this fire in you that, that it's just not, it's not going to ever go away. So, uh, it can be a curse. It's a, it's a blessing, but it's a curse. Cause it just, it doesn't seem to, it's not going to go to quiet anytime soon. So, <laughs> well, I want to play a song for them so they can know what we're talking about. So I'm going to play out of sight. Out of, I mean, out of state, out of mind. And yeah. of course, when you okay. hear the lyrics, it pretty much ex- is pretty self-explanatory. But um, uh, did that song come pretty easy for you guys? Yeah, well, yeah. I think, well it came really easy, like almost like unnaturally easy. Like um, I'd written most of it, but then I was like, it really needs another perspective. And then when I gave it to Kendall and she put that second verse in, which you'll hear here, it just all just came together. And then when we kind of come in on the, on the harmony, it just, it just yeah. all like, it was perfect. It was like, I couldn't think of it more of anybody else that would do this song other than Kendall. So like, I just think when, when we heard it back, we were just like, this is awesome. We love it. So. Yeah. Well, it's a great song. And I know a lot of people out there love it because it's one of the most um, downloaded songs that you guys have out there. Yeah. And this is called, um, out of state out of mind and this is love and chaos so i'm so happy that i get to have both aj and Kendall on the show right now when we come back let's talk a little more about love and chaos and where people may be able to find you coming up um here in texas so you're listening to texas homegrown music with maylee thomas and we're playing love and chaos song out of state out of mind driving home late at night Leave it all behind. I 
enjoy that song out of state out of mind and now you know why i am fond of love and chaos because i think these two i mean both of you obviously realize that your blend your voices blend really well especially when you guys sing unison it almost for a lot of people they might think y'all are brother and sister since they know you're not <laughs> husband and wife. Yeah. yeah it is true when you, when, like you, <laughs> when you sing with somebody for so long like you start taking on similar like mannerisms and tones and stuff like that. Yeah, so, um, I think yeah, even the way, like, when she starts bending a, a note, even like just spontaneously, I, I know where she's going and I right. Can, yeah. Yeah. That comes from, that comes from singing together a lot and, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing. So, um, you guys have some shows coming up, don't you? Yes. Um, we are actually, um, we have a show coming up here uh, in, uh, was it, Buda? We're opening up for Diamond Rio on March the 5th, uh, the good old Diamond Rio band. Okay. At Bucks in Buda. And then uh, in March, last week of March, we'll be hosting Future Faces at the uh, Texas Music Awards in Arlington at Texas Live. So uh, well, that should be great. Fun. Oh, that'll yeah. be fun. And look at to see your comedy side. Yeah, yeah, our comic side. <laughs> Tell our bad jokes. Yeah. And, then, and then we also <laughs> get, uh, on the, uh, March the 26th, we'll be at, we don't have the full details, you can go to loveandchaosmusic.com, uh, but we'll be in Fredericksburg doing a, a wine festival on the 26th of March. Ooh, if anybody likes nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody That's likes and, uh, Wine and song. There's a couple <laughs> of Houston shows somewhere between now and the spring, and... Um, so, yes, oh, yeah. so uh, if they want to find you, is it love and chaos spelled out? Yes, love and chaos spelled out. Love and chaos music.com. Yeah, and then we'll be okay. April the second. We'll be at Pershing in Austin, and then on the ninth we'll be in Houston at the uh, Erskine Festival, which with Patrice Pike and uh, Tomar uh, and the FCs and a bunch of great bands that night. Oh, I love Patrice. In yeah. fact, um, yeah, yeah. So we're so- day so yeah all those dates are on love uh, at love and chaos music.com oh cool yeah. very very cool well um you guys are just a 
pleasure to to be with and oh. uh, we gotta we're gonna have to get you to the sanctuary sometime um and, and yeah. uh, people our people would absolutely love having you there and, and plus maybe i can get you guys to something for the city of mckinney because um absolutely you know it's not, what i love about your music is everybody can enjoy it it's a it's a wholesome look at life absolutely. um and uh for, and adults can love it is all the way down to kids and um and i just think it's a wonderful wonderful um duo and I, i'm like i'm looking forward to seeing you guys play live and i yeah. just i love the fact that i could do this show and find people like you guys that i awesome. probably wouldn't have if I did. job looks like um, you got yeah. i got a great job it's an incredible yeah. job i get to meet wonderful people like you guys so how yeah. you know, it doesn't get any better than that so does somebody want to tell me about one of my favorite songs that you guys have called wildflower and that's just because i'm just an old flower child but somebody talk <laughs> to me about that well our buddy uh our good buddy but uh, uh, we both uh have a friend named willie braun from Re- reckless kelly band called reckless kelly right and uh kendall's the one that came up with the idea we should co-write with uh somebody because we we're always have only written you know, we've written so many songs. Just we only write together, right? Yeah. So we were like, I don't know. So I, I mean, somehow I hit up Willie, and he was down with it, and then he came over, and he came up with this idea for Wildflower, and then we all came here in the studio and uh, sat together and finished it. And he uh, started, like I said, he started the melody, and then Kendall and I kind of chimed in there, and we recorded Wildflower, and then we went to Idaho, Kendall. Yeah, we we were yeah we uh, recently. We've, this is, you know, has been a, a very popular song for our fans, and um, but we've technically like never released it as, as a single. Um, and uh, we just uh, we they had Bronfest uh, back in August in Idaho, and AJ and I went up there, and we actually um, filmed a music video for it with Willie on his family's uh ranch yeah, at Le- land at Le- yeah. and i'll be there next month for um for their big you know festival. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah they're, okay. they're, um, it's, be- it's so beautiful out there you know uh, yeah. so yeah the video shot the landscape behind us is the mountains and we're in this creek and this river on this big field and there's actually flowers wildflowers everywhere it's <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even plan that but it is so that'll be coming out. Um, that all drops in uh, April, early April, that whole Yay. late March. Oh, that'd be my, perfect for my birthday. Yeah, well, I love you guys. And I think Aww. it's just a beautiful thing what you're doing. I love your Thank music you. and I love your spirits. And I'm so happy that I got to meet you and get to know you both better. And I look forward to getting to see you live very, very soon. So yeah, if you're out wait. there listening, you guys check them out. They're phenomenal on their own. Kendall Beard and AJ Vallejo. But together as love and chaos you will walk away feeling so good about your life because they just really make a a great impression on your soul so here's a beautiful song called wildflower from um, love and chaos and i'll be right back you're my wildflower gentle as a drop of rain tough as nails pretty as hell you're an outlaw just the same you're a high flyer Oh, you. 
So that was my good friend Paul Renna singing All My Life. And I love that Paul has transplanted his way right back to Dallas so I get to see him more often. And he plays out and about in the Dallas-Fort Worth area a lot. So I try to go catch a show as much as I can. So you do that too. Paul Renna, R-E-N-N-A. Well, that's the close of another show today, and I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoyed hearing about these two and the collaboration that they have, you know, that they've joined in on to have Love and Chaos, as well as their solo careers and the other bands that uh, AJ plays in as well. And what a sweetheart Kendall Beard is. So you guys try to catch a show, Love and Chaos, download their music It'll make you feel good about life. They they really have some good messages and sweet uh, songs in their repertoire. So we're going to close the show today with a good friend of mine. Um, I actually really love the fact that I'm going to be doing a show with him. His name is Mike Zito. I'm sure if you're a blues person, you've heard of him. This is a song called Dreaming of You. And if you want to catch a show, we're doing March 18th at the Sanctuary in McKinney, Texas. It's a Friday night. But otherwise, download his music as well. He just released a new new record in 2021. And I want to say thanks again to the Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and, of course, Burris Injury Law for making this uh, show possible. Peace out, everybody. Remember to love life because you get out of it what you put into it. And we'll be right back next time with Texas Homegrown Music and yours truly, mate.